Hello, and welcome to Chatterbox Streams. I'm Danielle, and this is English with Danielle. So, today we're going to talk about a very special or not so easy English structure. And we're also going to talk a little bit about how we can make statements that are not necessarily true or that we might wish were true. Okay, so as you probably already saw as the topic of this stream today, if I were a millionaire, I would. Now, we're going to talk a little bit about that, but we're going to mostly talk about how we make this type of structure in English. Okay, we call this the second conditional. It's not important that you know the second conditional, that you know that name, but it is important that you know how to make sentences like this when you need to, okay? So, if I were a millionaire, I would, what would I do? I would perhaps buy um, an island, maybe, right? A very small island where my family and friends could live, where we could, you know, have drinks with umbrellas in them and swim all day and lie on the beach. I think that's what I would do if I were a millionaire, okay? I'm going to give you an opportunity to ask, answer this question. So if you were a millionaire, what would you buy? Would you buy property? And property can include houses, land, buildings. Would you buy possessions, right? Would you go shopping? Maybe buy a new car? Maybe buy some clothes? Would you buy a company? right? Would you buy several companies? Or would you spend your money on experiences? So things like traveling, maybe learning how to grow wine, you know, grow wine grapes or how to make wine. So would you spend your money on experiences? I'm really curious. So while you're answering that, and you can also tell me more information in the chat, I would love that. Hello to everyone in the chat. I see a lot of you have already started speaking. Hi. Oh, we have someone from Paris, from Kazakhstan. Hello, everyone. Someone from Iran, Mexico. Okay, great. We have people from all over. Hello to everyone. Thank you for coming. Okay, so it looks like most people would actually spend their money on experiences. I think that's so interesting. So I guess people would probably prefer to travel or maybe spend their time learning new skills or spend their time just, you know, maybe spending time with family, right? Because if you have a lot of money, then you don't have to work and you can sort of spend all of your money on just living and doing the things you wanna do. Great, 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 great. Um, Okay, somebody, Andrea said we could spin on companies to earn a lot more to buy all the things you said. That's smart. You're right. So you can actually use the money to make more money and buy even more things. I like that. I like that. Very, very good. Okay, okay. Somebody else said they would buy financial freedom forever. I love that financial freedom. All right, that's a great phrase as well, financial freedom. That basically means that you have so much money that money doesn't actually mean that much to you anymore, right? You don't have to kind of concern yourself with where am I going to live? What am I going to eat? How am I going to make money? How am I going to make more money? So financial freedom is definitely something 
worth wishing for. Absolutely. I love all of your responses. Somebody said they would they would buy a luxury car. Me too. I would love to own a Tesla. Okay. I would abandon I would help abandon kids. That's amazing. I love that. I would buy the Amazon for so they wouldn't have to burn it. Oh my gosh. You all are so amazing. Okay. So, very very good. And if you also would, you know, want to buy clothes, I'm right there with you. I think I would love to do something great with the money, but also do some things for myself as well. <laughs> okay, very good. So moving along. So as I said, we're going to talk a little bit today about how we make these kinds of structures, right? So we call these unreal situations. So that basically means these are things that don't happen or probably won't happen are very unlikely to happen. So maybe I'll become a millionaire, but it probably won't happen. It's unlikely to happen. So that's why we use the structure if I were or if I was. Okay, very good. So this is the structure. Very simply, if I blank, I would blank, right? If I blank, I would blank, okay? As I said, we call this the second conditional. Now, what's interesting is that you, we normally would say if I were, right? That's what we would consider grammatically correct. But languages are alive and living and breathing creatures. And sometimes language, you know, shifts in different ways. So even though something is grammatically correct, a lot of people maybe will do something different. And that's one of the structures like this, where some people would say, if I was, if I was a millionaire. Now, even though that's not technically grammatically correct, it is based on usage because it's the way most native speakers could or would say it, okay? I'm sure you have some other things like that in your languages as well. Things that are, at one point in time, this was the right way, but as the language evolves, people start, you know, using it in a different way, all right? And that's okay. So you can use if I was or if I were, all right? That's how we would do that. If I were a millionaire, I would work towards financial freedom, okay? Very good. So let's look at a couple of examples, some other examples. If the weather wasn't so bad, we would go to the park, right? If it wasn't raining outside, if it weren't raining outside, we would go to the park. If I was the Queen of England, I would get everyone a house. If I was the key Queen of England, I would give everyone a house. Maybe we should all write to her so that maybe she'll actually do this. I think she could afford it, don't you? I think she could afford it. Okay, very good. Is it correct to say if she were? Yes, so it's correct to say if she were, but as I said before, you could also say if she was. That's also acceptable now, okay? If I were a millionaire, I would help my family to accomplish their dreams. Very, very good, I love that. Okay, so if the weather wasn't so bad, we would go to the park. If I was the Queen of England, I would give everyone a house. Now, if you look at both of those examples, you'll see that in both examples, we're using the past tense, right? So you don't have to only use the verb to be. You could say, if I had a million dollars. You wouldn't say, if I have. If I had a million dollars, I would do this, right? If I had 10 diamonds, I would make myself a really nice necklace, right? Okay, so we always, after the if for this structure, we always use the past tense. Very good. So 
let's look at a question. How will we use this as a question? What would she wish for if she had three wishes? If she had three wishes, she'd wish for a bike, a dog, and an ice cream. I'm assuming this is a little girl, right? You might also notice that in the second sentence, if she had three wishes, she'd wish for, right? Because remember in English, you can say she would or she'd, S-H-E apostrophe D. It's the short form of she would, and that's also acceptable. If I had three wishes, I'd wish for this, this, and this, okay? Very, very good. So that's another thing to look out for. Okay, we still have some more. If I were a millionaire is coming through, I were a millionaire, I would buy the football club FC Chelsea. Okay, I actually don't know a lot about football clubs, but I'm sure that's a great one, okay? Very good. So why don't you let me know, what would you wish for if you had one wish? Just one. Now the little girl, she had three, but if you only had one, what would you wish for? I'm a little bit curious. Yes, thank you, Dova, Dovakin. She'd equals she would. They're exactly the same thing. Now, when we write formally, we would want to avoid she'd. Now, you can use it in the chat. You can use it on social media. But if you're writing like a formal paper or something, you would definitely want to say she would. But in, you know, in conversation and when you're writing in the chat and on social media, she'd is especially, is, is totally fine. Okay, so we already have a couple of answers coming through. What would you wish for if you had one wish? Someone said, a dream come true. Oh, I love that. That's so great. I would wish for a genie. Now that's smart. There is a really smart person in this, in this, um, in this stream today. Because then I guess if you wish for a genie, then all of you can have all the wishes you want, right? Okay, you would wish to relax all day. All right, more money than millions. Yeah, millions is actually not that much money now. It used to be a long time ago, but now it's actually not that much money. Um, it's still more than what I have though. What about you? Okay, an art company. I'd go to Japan. Okay, um, I'd be buying everything I could. <laughs> I would make my own restaurant. I love that. Very good. Somebody said peace. I think that was the first answer that came in. And I really love that. If I had one wish, I'd wish for peace in the world. And that's what we, we all need that, right? We all would need that. Um, so very good. A lot of really great answers here. I want to be like Tony Stark or Bruce Wayne. <laughs> I'm actually a huge comic book. Well, not a comic book fan, but I love the comic movies. And so I would also love to be Tony Stark, not Bruce Wayne. I don't think I want to be Bruce Wayne. He's a bit tortured. I would want to be Tony Stark. Yeah, because he's a little cocky, you know, he's a little bit arrogant. And so I think I'd want to be Tony Stark. Let's see, okay, an art company. Great answers, everyone. Okay, very good. Now, moving on. So we can also use the structure in the reverse. So before it's if I blank, I would, you can also turn it around. I would blank if I blank, very simply. Okay, we would go to the park if the weather wasn't so bad. I would give everyone a house if I was the Queen of England. So you can also use it in the reverse. Just remember, if you use the structure this way, it does not have a comma in the middle. So if you see in the first one, and this one, if I blank comma, I would, 
okay? But if you use the other structure, you wanna omit that comma, okay? It's not necessary. So very, very, very good. I love the chat is just on fire today. There's so many great, so much great conversation, so many great answers. I love it. Okay, now a couple of things that you want to watch out for. Now, when I usually hear mistakes, um, when I um, when people try to talk um, use these kinds of structures, they oftentimes add the would after if. So they might say, if I would win the lottery. I would buy an island. That's wrong. And it hurts my ears. If I would won the lottery, I would buy an island. That's also wrong. No, no, no. Okay. But if I would win the lottery is something that I hear a lot from English learners or non-native English speakers. So we want to make sure we avoid that. If I won, that's all you need. After the if, you only need the verb in the past tense. Okay, if I won the lottery, I would buy an island. I would buy an island if I won the lottery. Those two sentences are right. The first two are wrong, wrong, wrong. Okay, very good. Okay, Farid said it's, very, it's really good that we can invert the two clauses. Absolutely. That's one of the easiest things about the second conditional is that they can work in the reverse. And you will also hear both ways. So it's good to have some practice with both. Very good. Uh, what about if I could do it? That That's correct. Yes, that's also a correct sentence, if I could. Because in this sense, could is the past tense of can. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a strange, it's kind of a strange word, but yes, that also works. Okay, very good. Now, a little couple of questions just to make sure we understand everything. If Steve blank, he would drive it every day. Oh, sorry, that's supposed to say if Steve blank a car. If Steve blank a car, he would drive it every day. What do you think? Okay. Everybody understood that. Very, very good. All of the answers are right. If Steve had a car, he would drive it every day. Now, I know if Steve would have a car might sound Right, because the wood, you know, you know a wood is supposed to go somewhere, and wood is oftentimes also used for the past tense, but it's only if Steve had, okay? Very, very, very good. Next one. They blank go on vacation if their car had not broken down. They blank go on vacation if their car had not broken down. I would like to go to the party if there wasn't any traffic. Yes, that works. I would, I would, well, you could say I would go, not I would like. Uh, you could just say I would like to go to the party, but there's traffic. Or you can say I would like, sorry, I would go to the party if there wasn't any traffic. Both of those work. But the way you wrote it, um, Rubab, I would like to go to the party if there wasn't any traffic, does not quite work. You wanna get rid of that like, and then you're all set. Very good, everybody uh, mostly um, got this one. They would go on vacation if their car had not broken down. 
Has that ever happened to you where you have a big trip planned and then something, some disaster happens? That happened to me a few um, weeks ago. I was supposed to go to, to Italy. I was very excited. I was going to eat pasta and drink wine, but I got COVID. So I would have gone to Italy if I didn't get COVID. Yeah, okay. Very, very good. Um, next, what would you do if you blank a lion on the street? And this is our last question. What would you do if you blank a lion on the street? <laughs> That's amore, I know. I wanted to just go and just be Italian, you know, but oh, COVID, yeah, all right. Um... Okay, answers are coming in, and it looks like most of you are getting it right. Very, very good. Oh, okay, Farid said encountered. That's a great word, yeah, you could also say. What would you do if you encountered a lion on the street? Would you run? Would you scream? Would you stare it down? Hmm? Like, mm, I'm not scared of you, lion. <laughs> and this actually has happened before, I believe, where there was like a lion in the street. I think it happens more often than you think. Okay, so someone just said, why saw and not see? That's a great question. Okay, so what would you do if you saw a lion on the street? So as I said, with if in structures like this, right, where we're using the if, then you always want to use the past tense, right? If you say see, um, see is present. So saw would be the appropriate verb there uh, or verb form. So what would you do if you saw a lion on the street? Okay. Someone said they would run away. Um, yeah, fly away. Okay. Very good. Very good. Okay. All right. Well, you all did a great job on that. Um, we'll start doing a little bit more grammar practice because even though we don't maybe necessarily like grammar, it's really important to make sure we're, you know, using the language I don't want to say correctly because you know I hate that word, but that we're using it in a way that everybody understands what we mean, okay? So thank you so much for joining. I will see you next time. Bye.